I always say, I'm so excited to be back in the chair. I really, I am. Hope everyone had a really good weekend. Um, Memorial weekend. I always mix them up. Memorial, Labor Day. I don't know which one's which. But finally, after living here for nearly 30 years, I think I got it right this time. So I'm... Thrilled to be here as always. Um, for those who don't know me or tuning in for the very first time, I'm Naomi Nachum and I'm about all the food all the time. I love food. I love to shop for it, cook it, eat at restaurants, anything food related. I'm a kosher personal chef. My business is called The Aussie Gourmet. I wrote two cookbooks, Perfect Flavors and Perfect for Pesach. I give cooking classes, chop competitions. Anytime you don't feel like cooking, you can give me a call. But I love to hear from you too. So uh, you can always email me, Naomi, at nachamsegal.com. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, got TikTok. Yeah, I have to keep up with the times, people. I've got to keep up with the times. Um, so share any of your food experiences with me and where you ate, what you made, anything fun, foodie. I really love hearing from you. Um, what, ZK, is that is that real? Is that the time? So I just want to tell everyone, I have an hour to talk, right? But I could literally talk for three hours. This could be Jame and AM with no music. Nachum needs the music. I don't. <laughs> right, Nachum? Everyone always tells me, like, you could do just talk and talk and talk. I'm like, yes, that is my gift. <laughs> Talking and eating. Um, so um, ZK has to set a timer for me or we'll be going till candle lighting and there'll be no time to hear all that music sponsored by our friends at Kedem. Is this a good little monologue? This is funny, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I really could talk a lot. So ZK sets me a timer so I'll know when to stop the show or I'll have you all listening to me all day long which maybe you want to do or maybe you want to do other things but um I have today a great lineup of guests of really great friends everyone I have met you know last week we were talking about people wonderful people who I've met through Instagram and have become not only part of my food world but part of my real world I've gotten to know their families we spend time in each other's houses we spend Shabbat together um, and we do little girly foodie road trips, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, so today's show is going to be uh, my very good friend, Paula Shoyer, who i so grateful to have met. She's been a friend, a confidant, a support, um, a role model, and she's just incredible and I, I always say she's my one of my one of my smartest foodie friends um and I'm really thrilled to have her as she I don't see I lost count of how many cookbooks she wrote but she's going to tell us in a minute and then after her we're going to be having Miriam Corville who I met through Instagram land uh who who I did her wellness delivered diet from and I lost seven pounds so yeah we're going to talk to Miriam and of course my friend Amy Stopnicki who wrote kosher taste she's been on the show at least twice Twice you right, yeah. you were on the phone back back in the day when before I knew who you were, and then maybe in between, did you ever come on a show with me, a live show at Kosher Fest, or have you ever done anything with me there? Little bits and pieces. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Amy's going to be joining me, and it's going to be a great show. So I hope you'll stay tuned. But um, Amy's with me here in my house, where we have been doing my Instagram shows. As I said, Amy's actually sleeping over tonight because we're going on a little trip. Uh, together uh, in the next day or two um, but you're going to hear this only after the trip has happened so we'll catch you up later <laughs> um, but you can follow our you hopefully you followed our adventures on the, this trip on on my Instagram um, and then uh, yeah so we're going to talk to Paula and welcome Paula Shoya back onto table for two hello Paula 
Hi, Naomi. It is great to be back on. I just wish I was sitting with you and we were eating something delicious together. I know. Usually you try to come in on in, in person, but it's a little complicated these days, um, which everyone knows about. Um, Paula, what number book is this? Number five. <laughs> I now officially have more cookbooks than children. <laughs> Amy and I are laughing because we know what it's like to write a cookbook and it really becomes part of your family. Uh, uh, Amy, Paula, I was about to say Amy has released. Paula has released her fifth book in her lineup, the Instapot Kosher Cookbook, 100 Recipes to Nourish Body and Soul. This is amazing, Paula. How do you feel, baby number five? <laughs> I'm very excited about this one. And this one kind of came up in kind of a strange way because I was like, I initially was very, uh, I was late to the Instant Pot game because, you know, my kosher kitchen is such a congested place. Like, really, I have to buy more appliances and where am I going to put them? Is it going to be me? Is it going to be par? It's just so complicated. Right. And I don't but have my, one. My, ah, well, I gotta, I'll work on that for you. Yeah, you I know. We're one. working I, on it, peeps. We're working on it. Oh, my God. I know. I love it. So what happened was I finally got one after my fans of my other cookbooks asked me to please, please, please share some Instant Pot recipes. I used the device maybe three times. I made rice. I made like flanken short ribs and I made split pea soup and I was hooked. All three came out perfect. The pea soup was so creamy and somebody told me that there was a kosher Instant Pot Facebook group. So I go on this Facebook group. There's about 8,700 members at the time and I was really impressed. I read through their feed. I realized these people need a cookbook. <laughs> and after using it three times, three times I decided, you know, to, to write a cookbook. And now there's 14,800 members of that group. So I joke that sometimes you have to fake it until you make it. And I went from zero, Naomi, zero to becoming an expert. So you can too and so can anybody else. You know, it's, it's amazing. Like I've always kind of like been nervous and Instapot. What is an Instapot? Tell everyone what an Instapot okay. is. So it is not the pressure cooker that your bubby had, which there were rumors of it exploding and it was on the stovetop. This is an electric pressure cooker that plugs into your wall and everything is contained inside. Like there's no, you know, there's, there's no heat coming out of it, all the smell, all, everything you do is like inside the pot. And once you put your, your ingredients in and you seal it and set it to seal so that the pressure builds up. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to stand over it like a pot of soup. Does it need more of this? Do I have to stir it? Nothing. You just go back and you play with your baby or you get back to work or you hang out with your mother. Like you walk your dog, you come back, and your food's all cooked. So basically, you create the flavor that a slow cooker does, but in like 15 minutes or 30 minutes as opposed to all day long. I love it. I love it. Amy, do you have one? No. Okay. Can but I admit that on yeah, we can. Well, I'm admitting I don't have one, but Paula is actually going to come and we're going to do an Instapot uh, demo for everyone, um, either on my Instagram or Facebook Live or even a Nachum Siegel Network radio show. And I'm going to teach Naomi how to use it. I want to learn. I really want to learn because I think it could be a really good thing. Like I'm always flying around like doing like, yeah. I mean, I'm not talking flying on a plane that I'm also doing, but I'm always like... Scatter, scatterbraining, like I've got this and I've got that and Sofloigan and I've got, uh, I've got eight things to do for work, but I forgot to make my family dinner, right? right. I want something right. fast. And so many and you of can us walk in that. the house, like you can walk in the house at six o'clock, like some of my recipes are an entire meal. So 
you can actually, I cook like a meat sauce and spaghetti in the pot at the same time. So when you're done, you have your pasta and your bolognese sauce. All <laughs> no done. way. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Let's, what page is that? Yeah. What page is that? I want to have a look. And by oh the my way, I'll tell you. It's one, and you don't have to clean a colander. You don't have to clean two pots. I mean, I'm making oh, it. You had week. me at, don't have to so, clean. And oh, yeah, spaghetti. I mean, spaghetti I with flank and bolognese. Flank and bolognese. <gasps> yep, it's just genius. Oh, it's beautiful. And okay. like, Everything's in one place. And think about, like, people in their 20s who have really small apartments and small kitchens. They don't have a place to have a million meat and dairy, everything. So you could use this device to replace so many pots. I don't even make soup on the stovetop anymore. I only make soup in my Instant Pot. I love soup. I have to happen yes. to really be a big oh. soup person. Wait, I'm really. I'm, I'm also a big spaghetti bolognese person. In Australia, we call it spag bowl. Okay, I just need a minute mm -hmm. to read read through this properly even though I did look at the book I did not catch this right. okay so let's see it's an onion and then it's garlic and then it's right so you're sauteing well the coolest thing about the instant pot which your your slow cooker doesn't have is that this, and the old pressure cookers don't have it has a saute function so you push saute and the device actually says h-o-t when it's hot I mean when you cook on the stovetop you're guessing when the pan is hot enough to use so it says hot, you throw in your oil, and you can saute your aromatics in there. So like onions, garlic, leeks, for, depending on the recipe, just like you would do in a pot on the stove. Do you know how many times Miley or has come home and go, what's for dinner? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. You know the shoemaker's kids? Do yes. you have that, Amy? Always. Do you have that, Paula? Always. Right? Like sometimes there's no food in our houses, yeah. and we're the chefs. Oh, yeah. And so, I, I, you know, like I'm making this this week. I ran out of spaghetti, but otherwise I have everything else I need. I have another recipe sort of like this as vegetarian where I cook a lentil dal in the bottom of the pot. Not D-O-L-L, everyone. D-A-H-L. It's Indian. Indian. Or D-A-L, depending on, right? Uh, that's on page 130. So okay, I, cook, I put all the stew ingredients at the bottom of the in inner pot. And the, inner, the device comes with a steam rack. I put the steam rack on top of the stew, stew and I squish it down. Then I take a six-inch round like baking pan. You can even use a bowl. I put my rice and my water in the bowl or the pan, put it on top of the rack, close the top of the Instapot, push my buttons, and I'm cooking my rice and my stew at the same time. So you open up the pot, you've got a whole meal. You've got vegetables, you've got protein, you've rice. Done. Oh, my God. I really didn't think I'd be so easily convinced. I know. I that to took, say. what, the interview's going for 10 minutes yeah, and three seconds. To <laughs> yeah, to right. Today, so, two Instapots so will be bought. And it's, yeah. like, and it, and it's good it for the world chill. because it uses less, less electricity. It uses less, uses less water than you would have to do on a stovetop. I like and, that there's less um, cleaning up. I hate cleaning up. My house is oh, I'm, no, I'm no, a no. messy, I messy hate cleaning up. I, No. I hate cleaning up more than you. I have to say that, like, since my husband's been working at home for the last year plus, Part of the COVID ketubah is that he has to wash all the dishes. Stop, stop, Wait, stop, stop, stop. Did you call him that? Let, let you, didn't, you haven't heard. You know about the COVID no, ketubah. No, no, no. Everyone just take a you pause guys missing, there. You, oh, my God. You're missing out. Wait, okay, wait. This is a unique pot. Wait, just listen. Let me explain what it is. It was a unique opportunity in the history of a marriage to basically reset and be like, okay, well, if you're going to be home all the time having breakfast and lunch here and creating more dishes and all that, like, we have to have a more equitable... Because usually, like, he would come home for dinner and then I'd cook dinner and maybe I'd clean up. Maybe somebody might be here helping or he would clean up. But that was, like, one meal. But there's so many more dishes. And we have to empty two dishwashers every morning. So he empties both dishwashers every morning and he's helped me clean up. And I call it, you know, an essential part of the new and improved COVID Ketuba. I have done a lot of interviews. I have met... Thousands of people just this year alone, 
through Zoom classes. COVID Ketuva is – that's the best. We've written it down, ZK. Okay. Hoover, COVID Ketuva. Doesn't matter what the that. rules were before. It's a new game. It it's a, a new, new playing field. Now. Rework that nudge. I have to say. Exactly. It's a new playing field, and I felt like it was only fair, you know. I, I have also, to say I mean, I'm impressed. I've been teaching. The worst, though, is, you know, Naomi, you know this. You too, Amy. That I've, I've been teach, I teach, I have, I'm teaching five virtual cooking classes, like, this week alone. I teach cooking classes all the time. I've yeah. done over 170. Oh, my so God. I, really, I thought I've done 107 or 108. I think you you beat me no, by a lot. I don't even – I think I, wa I lost count. But basically, I'm like drowning in dishes, like the prep yes. and the cleanup. I'm used to doing events in person where I have a whole team of people. I'm the team. I'm the tech support. I'm like doing everything, you know. And um, so we've had a lot of delicious food around, that's for sure. Um, but I've had like I do teenage classes where kids make dinner for their families after school on Zoom. They did their school Zoom, and then they get on with me, and they'd make dinner, which was so adorable. The parents loved it. They weren't so crazy about all the dishes to wash, but they did like the food. So fun. Yeah, it's been so much fun, you know. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I mean, it's a crazy time to bring out a cookbook without able, being able to do, like, a in-person events and stuff. But I've been doing the whole book tour online, which is great. And, you know, the book is doing well so far. You and know, I really – and I love these recipes. Let's talk really about do. that. And if this is something I can bring Amy in on, on this conversation. You know, both Amy, me, the three of us have written cook cookbooks um we've both been very blessed to have been on book tour um but what happened to you you released a book in the middle of covid like how did you manage getting the word out there you know these days it's all online as you know so i you know besides doing a jewish book council tour which got me to do a lot of events for different Jewish community centers and shuls around the country. It's been all doing joint lives with so many of our wonderful, generous friends in our community. And you're trying to use social media and through Facebook and Instagram. I'm on at Kosher Baker. And it's, it's a lot of work, you know. It's, it's a little bit harder in some ways. I would also think because it's an you know, instant pop Zoom events, right. And also, like, okay, it's, it's a bit of a niche community. But, right. you know, That's the Jewish, thing. the number of people joining the Kosher Instant Pot Facebook group keeps growing, and I think as more people learn about this, I know so many people who like my recipes from my other four cookbooks, my baking books, and my, my Pesach book, and my healthy book. Like, they just want more recipes from me. So they, they're like, okay, well, I guess we have to buy an Instant Pot. Although, I do want to try to create, you know, a, I don't know, kind of a companion to the book that says, okay, if you don't have an Instant Pot, this is how you make these great recipes. So I may, I may have to do that. That right. may be the summer right. project. Or, or just, you know, let's go buy that Instapot. I know Amy and I are like, yeah. wow. I want one now. I know. Uh, yeah. And, I yeah really and the flavor's really good. My chicken soup has, like, a really deep flavor. I was pretty sad during Pesach. I had to wash way, way more dishes, and I didn't have one for Pesach. Well, now so you learned your lesson. I was suffering a bit. <laughs> you learned your lesson. No, I have, I have two meat ones and a dairy one. So I, I'm, I use my, this morning I made uh, steel-cut oatmeal in my Instapot, and that's what I eat for breakfast all week long. Uh, well, I, I think, like, I have six uh, crepe pans. I have three in my Pesach pace kitchen and three in my Khamet's kitchen. So I think I might need three in the pots. I was going to say, my sister has six. She has I know. a meat. It's crazy. Of, oh, yeah. my, and my cheesecake for Shavuos was so creamy. I, like, so you can bake in the Instant Pot. You put something on top. Anything you would cook in a water bath in the oven, like a flourless chocolate cake or, or little lava cakes, 
Flan, Podocram, you can put those on the rack and you put water underneath and they steam and they come out so custardy Oh my God, creamy. yeah, I, yeah I'm t- I think Amy and I are like plotting over here. Yeah. Paula, you've done yeah. a fifth book, right? How hard is it? Like I've done two, Amy's done one, maybe one day we'll see another one from Amy. You mm. never, never say never, right? That's right. One thing, how do you just keep coming up with more creative dishes? Like... Five is a lot. I could, you know, that's that's a thousand. No, recipes. it's it's a, right. It's a lot, and every book is a little bit differently different. Like my Pesach book, the new Passover menu, which I love, basically what I, which is like my first kind of savory food book after the two baking books, the kosher baker and holiday kosher baker. So basically, what I did for that Pesach book is I took all the recipes in my head that I made every Shabbos for my family, the soups I've never written down, the salad dressings, just off the top of my head. I would just keep making the same things, never wrote down anything. I finally put all those recipes on paper, and that was that cookbook. Um, but for the healthy cookbook, it was all from scratch. Like all re- I took recipes from my childhood and made them healthier. So like my grandmother's stuffed cabbage has brown rice and turkey instead of beef and white rice. And I have my mango coleslaw with a pureed mango rather than mayonnaise. So I took and I reimagined things. But I do get to travel a lot. Um, and I do walk around supermarkets thinking, oh, that looks interesting. What am I going to do with that? And then I just, I'm like a mad scientist, basically. Right, right. So I never run out of ideas because there's always something to inspire me. You know, I'll see something online in the non-kosher world and be like, hmm, what could I, how, what could I replace that with? And what can I, what ingredients can I work with? Plus new products are hashtag all the time, right? Right, yeah, that's what I was going to say. So it's a lot of fun to play around with those. So, you know, what, one thing. One thing, you know, um, about Paula, she's she's a mad scientist, as she called herself, but getting baking is really hard. Paula has two incredible, thick, giant baking books. They are my references. When I needed when I need to check a recipe and make sure the concept is, you know, I'm not I'm not from the bakers, but when I was doing my cookbook or when I want to write a recipe or just try something new, I need to know that it's going to work. I'll pull out Paula's books and read them like textbooks because they are very well written and very smart. And they they just... Thank you. I appreciate that. I go back to those baking books all the time. In fact, I have on my counter right now the orange tea cake, which is the cover of my first cookbook, which came out 11 years ago. Oh, my God. I still make that cake. And people tell me it's their favorite cake. It has orange... Uh, orange flavor and Earl Grey tea in the cake, and it's just a one bowl cake, right? Like people love that a one bowl, one bowl cake. Love that! Oh my god! Right. And that whole book has like thirty-five one bowl recipes because I feel like I really try so hard, Naomi and Amy, when I'm writing a recipe, and I'm sure you do too, to think about like how many steps a person wants to take, what they want to wash at the end when they're done, how many stores do they have to go to to get the ingredients for your recipe? Because whatever they're making of our recipes in our book is only one part of the meal. It's they're true. not making six of our recipes as a meal, but even if they are, the one recipe they're looking at at the moment, it's just one piece. So, like, I'm not going to take up all of someone's time on a side dish because right. they still have to make the main course and a soup and a dessert. So I just feel like it's really important to me to just be respectful of who my audience is and make sure that I appreciate kind of where they're coming from and what they're willing to do to create that dish. Right, right. It's it's amazing. It's it. There's so much thought that goes into writing books and creating the know, recipes, creating the recipes, all that well, kind of. And stuff. also, this is the reason. And like, I think you know, like the point that you're making is basically recipes that are in cookbooks are tested so many times. Let's like, hope. Yes, let's hope. Are, let's hope. That's, are, the, idea. No, I know That's my, the idea. I know mine are. Mine, I know yours, mine are Amy's idea. for sure. 
And they all have right, salt in them, know, like, I'm just people, saying. But if you think about like a new cook going online to try to find a recipe, right? They don't know. They don't have enough cooking skills to look at a recipe and know if it's going to work. And they may not have the experience to know like, okay, this web, like, you know, Food 52 is reliable, but this one isn't. No, they're putting like, their trust you know, in you yeah. and your recipe. I learned this from Susie. Right. right. I learned this from Susie Fishbein, and, and I know Paul has done some work with with Susie, and i very good friends mm-hmm. with Susie. For, we met also through the food world, and then we became good friends. But, you know, she goes, you're asking someone to spend $30 of their hard-earned money on you, mm-hmm. right, on your brand, on your recipes. You better make sure that they are perfect. You know, so. no, I agree exactly. It's just it's part of that being respect. You're respecting their time, their effort, and their money, and their state of mind, right? You know, like I feel like if you, you know, you want people to keep cooking, right? Like we're all from the, we really believe in homemade food. We all we all three love restaurants, that's for sure. But we really <laughs> believe in and homemade food, and I feel like for so many, sometimes people don't have the options to go to restaurants depending on where they live in the world where they're kosher. Or because they can't afford it, or they've lost jobs in the last fourteen months, or you know right. things are really have gotten harder for a lot of people. So cooking at home is just having those skills is essential, and having having recipes that are reliable is just so Amazing. critical for people. It really is. So Thank I just I want people to be successful and and eat well and eat healthier, you know, as much as they can. You know me, I'm not one of those preachy, healthy nutritionists. No, I no, no, you wrote, you're, you wrote two baking books. You, you don't, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly, but it's about, but it'll be about balance, like you know Amazing. that. And it's about, Amazing. you know, like if you're going to have something really decadent, then balance it out with something lighter. And so it, I feel like if you can take out some of the salt and the fat, even a little bit, it's good. You know, it's better for you. Thank you, Paula. You are the best. I'm so glad we had able to put you on this season and get your the word of your oh. book out there. You can follow Paula on Kosher Bake on Instagram. You can pick up all and five on books. My website, right, and the website is thekosherbaker.com. I sell books directly myself. You can order them to, you know, through my website. You can contact me that way. I donate 10% of sales to Maspia and other food institutions when I sell cookbooks. Yeah, Fantastic. Yeah, and I've also been teaching lots of cooking classes still. So, like, go on my classes pages of my website and join my cooking club, and you can take all my classes every month for a very low fee. So I'm okay. having fun. Amazing. I feel like virtual is here to stay, Naomi. So oh, yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind. I don't, know, I, I don't mind that little balance. Okay, amazing. Thank you, Paula, for joining us, and we're so happy to oh, have had you, you on. Naomi. Pick up her book. We're going to be, be – uh, we're going to um, – Amy and I are going to be picking up a uh, Instapot ASAP. Good, good, good. Right. Well, I'm so happy to talk to you. Take All right. Care. Thanks. Thanks, Paula. That was Paula Shoya on the line joining us from Maryland. She lives in Maryland. Um, okay. So now we're actually going to get on the phone. Miriam Corville. Miriam and I have, ne- have not met in person. Um, can I let that – can I just let it ring? It's okay? Sure. Okay. We're going to get Miriam on the phone. She's got a couple minutes before she has carpool today. And we're going to be talking to her about her wellness delivered. Hi, Nomi. How oh, are you? Hi, Miriam. How's it going? <laughs> Great. How okay, are you, doing? you are on the Nachum Siegel Network live right now. We're so thrilled to uh, have you join us. I'm actually here with Amy Stopnicki. I know that you guys know each other through the foodie world um, yes, from Toronto. And- Hello, mm-hmm. Miriam. Hi, Amy. 
Okay, can't so, wait to see you. <laughs> okay, exactly. By the time they're hearing this, and we're going to be there. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, so let me just a quick introduction. Muma runs a company called Wellness Delivered. It's a seventeen-day luxury diet program. How well did I just do that, Miriam? Fabulously, Nomi. Okay. So good. I am proud to be. I would say I'm going to call myself a brand ambassador, self-anointed. Um, I was flipping through my Mishpacha magazine many, many months ago, and I saw an ad for Wellness Delivered, a 17-day luxury diet program with healthy, real food. And I'm like, wow, like, I wish I could do that. And it had her Instagram on the bottom. And I'm like, I'm going to reach out to her and let's, I'm going to talk to her. And I reached out. Miriam goes, my name is Miriam Kovler. I'm like, I'm Naomi Nachman. And we became really good friends. Um, that's how it rolls with me. But really, we we um, started speaking. I did her wellness delivered program. Um, and I lost seven pounds. Um, I lost five on the program. And then I kept sticking to it, like using her concepts. And I lost a little bit more weight, um, hoping to start the next round and then, you know, maybe leave, even lose some more weight. Um, but I really enjoy the food that you've sent because it's real food. It's not packet food. It's real eggs and salad and protein and salmons and chicken and wine for Shabbos. Yes, wine for Shabbos and right. flowers for Shabbos. <laughs> that was yes. your favorite, and, right? And challah. And challah. I'm like, when the wine showed up, I'm like, Is she, was that for me or for a present for like someone else in the family? She's like, no, you can actually drink red wine on this program. So that is, we basically caught you up to speed. So welcome, Miriam. Thank you, Nomi. So nice to be on with you. Such an honor and a privilege. Um, yeah, no, it's our honor. Um, so how did you get into this whole thing? Diet. I don't like the word okay. diet, but food plan. Healthy wellness food program. Plan. How's wellness that? program. Wellness I like program. that. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I actually grew up in a home where there was a lot of focus on eating healthy, fresh, clean foods. We had a vegetable garden growing up, and um, we would pick fresh food in the in the summers. We would go to the cottage, and I'm sure you have Amy there. She would know about Belle York as a fellow Torontonian. That's right. And right, and we'd always stop at the farms on the way on the way to the cottage, and and pick the fresh corn and the fresh fruits, fruits and vegetables. So I definitely had this sort of, I guess, in in my blood from when I was a child. And um, I typically eat healthy and well, and not that there's not a place for treats because I really do treat myself. Like sometimes people will see me in the ice cream store and they're like, seriously, like you? And I'll be like, yeah, because I do that too sometimes. Good, treat yourself. It's part of a wellness program, part of a wellness program, right? Um, So I I did sort of know how to cook healthy and I did um, know, you know, I I knew about healthy foods and how to stay well, et cetera. And I was talking to like friends like a, a couple of years ago and I kept hearing from people like I, I, I wish that somebody could cook food for me either like I need to get healthy, I need to lose weight, I need to start feeling better, more energetic, whatever it is, but either, you know, either they didn't have the know-how or they didn't have the time or the energy or whatever it was, they weren't able to do. And they, I've heard this comment from people. Um, I actually did train as an integrative nutrition health coach and I, I, um, and probably that's why people like really did share that with me, you know, and after hearing this same sort of thought process enough times, I realized like, okay, there's, there's something here, there's a need here that isn't being met. And um, I actually figured I would give it a shot, sort of do it in Cleveland as a one-time deal and, and offer it. 
And that was really my goal was to provide it as a one-time service and sort of move on from there. So we did it. I, I told a couple of people that had reached out to me that had just shared this with me, how they wish someone would cook for them, healthy food. Um, and I told them like, hey, I'm going to try this program. I'm going to do it if you want to join. So we got a couple of people that were interested and we did it. And basically the concept is you're eating very healthy food, fresh food, whole food, clean food. Um, you have a lot of lean protein and lots of vegetables. You have yogurts because you've got the probiotics, which actually is really good for your gut health and good gut health is going to help help you with the ability to lose weight. There's green tea on the program, which is loaded with antioxidants. And Yes, I actually look much younger now than I did before. <laughs> you actually, I drank so much green exactly, tea. You actually look great. Exactly. You, you actually, reversed, uh, right? Uh, uh, like no. five years down. <laughs> Miriam, you haven't seen Naomi, but I have. And when I saw her, and I, I knew that she was on this program, but I didn't expect to see such a... Yeah, I don't a, need to lose a looks, lot. She's be- like she's like glowing. Like she looks amazing. Oh, she, but I really, she really that. does. I'm and not I, just. And saying I do that. my I do my my cheats. You know the wellness. You know got to have a little cheat too. But right. I, I really, it's the tea. Yeah. It's the. I, I had a cup of coffee today, but maybe I have. Yeah. I've had two cups of coffee in the last two weeks. Right. Uh huh. Um, it's not that I don't like coffee. You can have coffee, but I like mine with a lot of right. milk. And milk is a right. lot of calories. So I was and replacing carbs, it with right. yogurt. I was replacing yeah. it with yogurt. Um, hello, <laughs> we've got some of our. <laughs> Guests for our next show are coming to join us. So grab a seat and okay. enjoy. <laughs> okay. Nomi, you're ha- it sounds like a great party there. I we are. You should always there. join the party over here. It's always yeah. fun here. At, right, okay. ZK? We're going to make it happen. We're going to make it happen. Um, um, yeah. So okay, there's so a lot yeah, of green Nomi, tea. I was going to say, really, like you're saying, you're looking good. You're feeling good. It's There's really truth to it. If you're eating a healthy, clean, wholesome diet, you're going to look good. You're going to feel better. Your energy is going to be increased. So this diet, it's really, it's, it's really about very clean, healthy, delicious, fresh food. It's not like powders and bars and processed food. There's none of that. There's nothing processed. Everything you're eating is fresh, clean, healthy, delicious food. And because there's so many vegetables, it's so vibrant and so beautiful. So you get it and you open it up and it's like, wow. And there's so much of it. There's so much. I remember that um, having that maybe the second week or the third week, one of the last few days I was on it, um, I was Shabbos and I it was a chicken salad for lunch, chicken with a lot of vegetables. I really – there was so much chicken. I, 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 I put it on my plate and I'm like, there's no way I can eat this much food. It was yeah. fantastic. You don't realize how much protein you're actually allowed. And I, I feel that people aren't eating enough of the protein when they're on these, you know, diets or self-diets that they put right. themselves on. And and then they end up gnashing because they're hungry. But if you eat that full amount of protein, you're not going to be hungry and you're not going to gnash. It was like I found that very empowering that, like, I yeah. can eat all not this chicken. Deprived. We don't want anybody being but hungry But even real, real food, yeah, I yeah. kept saying to myself, you don't want to be hungry, you don't want to be hungry. And I felt right. really, really, really good about on the program. Like, I was surprised. Right. I, I, I traveled um, quite a bit while I was on the program, um, and I took some of the meals with me, and they were great. Like, I had them, like, on the plane or in the car or, you know, it depends where, how or where I was traveling. But it was actually very convenient. I didn't have to think about anything. I took a little cooler with me. 
Um, and it was great. I, I just was so impressed by the amount of food that there was um, from breakfast to smoothies. Now, I don't like smoothie. I don't like yogurt. So Miriam had taken my fruit, my berries for the, you know, she you always get some fruit and she'd made me a smoothie with it. Like it was great. Um, yeah. And smoothies you do- are a favorite, especially in the summer when people are hot they almost feel like they're having frozen yogurt. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. I actually still have some in the freezer, Miriam. <laughs> she told me to put some in the freezer and then I can have it afterwards. Right. Good for you. Right. I do want to say that part of the plan, we do try and incorporate intuitive eating. And intuitive eating is really about recognizing when you're hungry, recognizing when you're full. So we do tell clients, like, we don't want you being hungry. The portions are generous, but you're eating the right foods. So you're still going to lose even while being full. Because people sometimes think, oh, I'm dieting, so I really can't eat much. And it's a little bit counterintuitive. But what you need to do is to make sure that you're filling up on the right foods. Because if you're not, eventually... It's just not going to last. It's not doable to be hungry long term. So this plan, you really, you eat well, you eat enough until you're full. We tell people like envision this line in front of you from one to 10. Let's say one is starving and 10 is absolutely stuffed. You never want to be starving. You never want to be stuffed. You want to be somewhere between a seven or an eight or a nine where you're comfortably you're full. full. My, my, my uncle used to say that comfortably full, yeah. not offensively full. full. Right. right, right. That's what we like, comfortably full. And typically people are really not hungry with the program, with the portion sizes that we give, but we do tell the clients, like, if you're hungry, let us know. We will do, we will increase your portion size if you need, if you need it, well, although most people do not. There Sorry, was something that I felt like I was hungry on. I remember telling you I, there wasn't enough of it. And then you add a little bit more. I'm like, okay, this is really good. You know, I yeah, remember not we being. We do not want people to, being hungry because. Part of the success of the program, I mean, I think there's two parts that are really why people are so successful on it. One is the boundaries. You get everything you're eating in a bag. So you're eating what's anything in the bag. You're eating your breakfast, your lunch, your snacks, your whatever it is that you're having. And you're not supposed to be eating anything outside the the bag. So it really takes away the challenge of where people are thinking, oh, I want to be dieting. But then, okay, should I eat this? Should I not? Really, it's very clear in terms of what you're eating and what you're not. There's like a significant boundary there. And then the other thing is you're not, you're not hungry. So when you're not hungry, it's so much easier not to grab things that perhaps you don't want to be eating. You don't need to grab that, you know, chocolate bar, the cookies, the chips, the pretzels, whatever it is that you're trying to avoid. Right, right. It's absolutely, um, absolutely true. Absolutely true. I, I love that everything is all included. And I drank a lot of tea, a lot, a lot, yeah. a lot of tea. But, you know, when you drink a lot of tea, this is what I said, when you tea, you pee. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely I'm not a good drinker. So I was really drinking a lot. I'm like, oh, this is different for me, you know, right, <laughs> sharing a lot right. here. Yeah. Uh, but really I felt so good. And you kind of like, you're on that high afterwards, like, oh, wow, I just lost seven pounds. I'm never going back there. So I, did, yeah. I did have a bit of a cheesecake this morning because there's some... <sighs> Um, lilac and cream like cheesecake said, really in my there fridge. Is, there, is like, place, there is place for treats in yes, your life. Like, absolutely. You feel like you could never again have a treat. Yeah, yeah. I, I right? love that. You want it to be about a healthy balance. So, Miriam, let's talk tackless. How do my followers find you? Do we have a special okay. code for them, so, you know? Okay, well, first of all, Nomi, we, we did this before. We're going to do it again. We are offering a special discount code. Just put in Nomi Nachman and you get $100 off this program. Oh, so fantastic. That's, that's for starters, okay? Um, I'm going to I'm gonna give you an email address and also an Instagram account, and people should find us that way and send us an email, and we will definitely respond to you. 
It's wellnessdeliveredcle at gmail.com. So again, it's wellnessdeliveredcle at gmail.com. Or you can go on Instagram to wellness.delivered and you'll find us that way. You'll find lots of pretty pictures. I think there's about 2,000 pictures of different foods that we've actually made and served on the program. So even if you're not looking for the program, you just want ideas, what to make for your family for dinner. So nice. They are beautiful pictures. Check it out. Um, um, uh, Hold on one second. I was going to ask you something. If... If, hold on, so I lost my whole train of thought there, wellness delivered. Oh, if people can't find it, you can always email me, Naomi Nakam Siegel, and I will forward it on to uh, Miriam. Um, but let's talk about where you are located. Oh, great. Okay, so we started in Cleveland, and we're in Lakewood. As a matter of fact, we're starting our next Lakewood cycle this evening. The first deliveries go okay, out. Okay, but they're listening to this in a week or two from day right. recording. Okay, well, that's fine. They'll, they'll, we're we're mid-cycle. You, you'll start on the new cycle. Exactly, exactly. So we've got Cleveland, we've got Lakewood, we've got Brooklyn and Five Towns and Toronto. I was going to say, don't forget Toronto, please. No, Amy, you know we're not going to forget about Toronto. We love Toronto. <laughs> Even though Toronto's not being so nice to their inhabitants right now, we still love them. I know, um, Canada. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and now this is really, really exciting because we are actually opening up in Florida. And That's, that's very me. exciting. I, I help make that shit up. <laughs> yes, I want to thank I want to thank you, Nomi. Nomi, let me just, Nomi, you want to tell the story of how we connected? Okay, so I'm, I, I met, you know, Miriam through Wellness Delivered, and I'm friends with Zavora from Fancy Plants. We also, I met her through the JWE, um, the Jewish Women's Entrepreneur Conference, and I put the two together. I'm like, you need someone in Florida. All my Florida uh, followers were watching me do this diet, and they're like, I want to join, and I'm like, I was telling Miriam, and then I told her about Fancy Plants, Devorah, um, based out of Hollywood. I put them two together, and we had a shidduch. I'm about the foodie shadchan. I, I like to do other things with the shadchan world, marrying off kids to each other. But I, I like to make a lot of businesses together. Um, so that was really um, – I'm very happy that worked out and was really great. So Yeah, we're um, really excited about launching Florida, and we're really looking forward. Okay, incredible, absolutely incredible. Okay, so Miriam, thank you for joining yeah. us today right here on the Thank Nakam you, Siegel Network. We have a, another guest, Amy, who's been sitting right next to me. I know that you're running to do carpool, um, yes, but we yes. really thank you, thank you for your time. I know we went a little bit over what we said. Before. That's fine. We're perfect. We'll still get the carpool in time. Okay, Baruch Nomi, Hashem. thank you. It was, my, it was wonderful. My thank pleasure, you. and we look forward okay. to many more foodie adventures. Yes, same, same. Thank you. All right, great. All right. Okay, have a great day. All right, great day. Thanks, Miriam. Okay, I'm going to hang up there. ZK, so I don't have to worry about this anymore. Okay, (laughs) fine. Um, We were, just to give you a little bit what behind the scenes, the interviews are run through my phone. Um, ZK, see this switch here if you're watching on the YouTube channel? This gets put through. Here, show them the switchboard. If you're watching on a YouTube channel, so this whole fancy switchboard system is put on <laughs> through through here, so through my phone. So we have great sound. Things have really come a long way since I first started on this network nine and a half years ago. So, hi Amy. Hi. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Good. It's always so great to hang out with you and talk food, and I, I'm glad you were able to stay on the whole hour, and that way you could talk to. It was nice. It was so fun. Yeah. Um, you know that, um, um, you know, I, I told everyone and I, I, I told Amy before, um, Amy wrote a cookbook. I usually have all my cookbooks on my kitchen shelf. 
especially on my friends' ones, on my shelf. It's Amy's cookbook was not on my shelf. Either my neighbour took it or one of my kids took it back to Israel. But that's okay because it means they wanted it. It's a it. compliment, They yes. were looking at it. Right. So, so I'm going to get myself another one because I've got to track it down or I'll, or I'll just walk across the street and get mine from my neighbour later or ask which kid took it back to Israel with them. They took several cookbooks, by the way. I just didn't know which ones they took. And sometimes, you know, it's a surprise when they find out. I understand. I want the book. It's all good. Um, what I love about Amy's book is the whole chapter on mushrooms. No, oh, you See, do? I know by I remember having you on the show. I don't know if you remember. You were on the show and we were talking about the stoop. Yes. See, you're on the show. We spoke about that's the stoop. right. The stoop before Pesach. Must I love have been, that. Yeah. It was from the studio. I remember having you over the phone talking on, about oh, the from stoop. the studio. Yeah, talking about the stoop right. because I do remember that. And yeah. that for sure, I had you on for the book when it first right. launched. When, when first I didn't know out. who you were. That's that I remember. Well, it's an interesting one because my book came out. Um, before I knew what social media was. Right. So here's my book. I'm just like this little girl from Toronto who had a dream, wants to write a book. I had a dream. Had a dream. I put this book out and my friends were like, you know you have to start an Instagram account. You know you have to go on Facebook. You know you have to put your... And I was like, really? (laughs) I I had no idea. Right. So, uh, what do you think about it? It's been a, a learning, a l- huge learning, learning experience. I had it the other way around. I know you did, and I, I know so many people that did. I really feel almost like I came at it backwards in a way. I mean, everything's meant to be. But look at look at how you grew your Instagram in just a couple of years. Yeah, thank God. But it's it, and I love it now. It's right. like it, fun. We talked about this. It's like, like another it's, arm. Exactly. It's, it's like a, another it's arm. An appendage. I really feel like you know everyone who says like, oh my Instagram family, but I really do feel like I have an Instagram family that did not exist before and followers who like to comment and talk and ask me questions and I love it. There's nothing better. And then, of course, people like you who I made real life friends Real with. life friends. I, yes. I stay at Amy's house when I go to Toronto and yeah. sometimes Shauna's also. Yes. Shout out to our friend Shauna. Yes. I actually spoke to her today, so yeah. it was it was a lot of fun um, catching up. But um, let's just talk a little bit about Toronto for a minute. Okay, let's talk about it. Because people talk, you know, we love to talk about Corona or we don't either way, but we've got to talk about it with you because Toronto has been in a bit, as of time of recording, you've been in a lockdown yes, still. still for... How are the restaurants doing? You know I've got to talk about that. I had so, Ilan on last week. Right, so... Uh, talking about the New York restaurants and how we're back up and running and everything's back to normal and you don't even need to wear a mask and... What, 600 miles away is yeah. a city called Toronto. And we are, the restaurants are not, as of right now, back up and running. It's been a very rough ride for a lot of Torontonians. And small business has had a very, very, very hard time. I like to think that the community really helped. Um, the takeout was always allowed. So that was one thing okay. that we... Did, you know, did all the restaurants pivot? And they did. <laughs> a lot of them... Um, I was actually speaking to Elon about it. Because um, he was he was interested to know as well. Um, there's a lot. There was a lot of them that did, you know, family dinners, weekday dinners, Shabbos dinners, and really just offered all kinds of different. So items. we still have that through the shul. Oh, you do. Okay, fine. So yeah, we also have more than more. You know, the restaurants. The restaurants definitely suffered. In in a, in a sentence, they're all suffering, and it's been an effort for the community to support because. We want our restaurants to be there at the end of this. Right. That's the, that's always the... I, I remember this time last year when we were still in the throes of, you know, 
lockdown here in New York, we were talking and I spoke, interviewed many restaurant owners. Buy a gift certificate to your favorite restaurant. Right. Support them Support now. Support them. It's like almost a loan for them. And then you'll go cash in when their business right. is up and, right. up and running. Yeah. Or if you need to buy a gift, buy someone else a gift certificate. Right. Support the restaurants. Right. We need them. Like, we really need them. It's funny because you and I are both, you know, we love to cook. But don't you love to have a night off? We love Hello. eating. I yes. love eating out. <laughs> and it's funny because every time I'm in a restaurant, and I'm always in restaurants, you know, people, don't you cook? Don't you want to be cooking? I'm like, nah. I want someone else to cook for me. People, also, people go, how was the restaurant? I'm like, it was great. I didn't have to cook That's or right. wash the dishes afterwards. Exactly. I exactly. have like, I'm all good. I'm all good. It's always like, sometimes it's nice to eat something that you're not good at making. A hundred percent. And you know what? It's funny. I like eating other people's cholent. I don't like to eat my own cholent. That's really yeah. funny. Well, I, ugh, well, I can't know, eat my own cholent. Do you know what's cholent. funny? I, I, cholent is the one thing I can't make. Okay. So next week I'm having on the show Bean and Spice. I don't know if you've seen on my Instagram. I have seen it. it on my Instagram. Brilliant. He is coming on the show next week. It's brilliant. We're going to make cholent on my show. Well, my children make fun We've of me We've never done that. ZK, you ready for cholent next week? He's, re- he's ready. He looks he's ready. ready. We are, right. So I don't want to make cholent. I want no. someone else to make it for me and just. And that's the thing. Don't you also find when you're out and about and people say, "How is the food?" I'm so nervous to serve it to you. And I'm like, "Listen, if I didn't make it, it tastes great." Right. Right. I always say it's don't about be the nervous. company. I learned this from my mother. It's about the company, not the hundred percent. You know, especially 100%. Shabbos lunch. You know, we, do you get invited out for Shabbos lunch a lot? Well. Well, forget, forget I haven't now. been invited anywhere in the in last 15 months. months. Okay, so before Corona, you, I don't yeah, get invited no, out so I, much. Because yeah, like, oh, we can't like, cook for you. I'm like, but I just, yeah. I'm so not like or that. I get, I'm, not I'm like so intimidated. Judgy. I don't want to cook for you. Please, I'm telling you, if I didn't make it, I'll enjoy it. Followers, you can invite me for lunch. Listeners, yes. invite us for lunch. Me and Amy were we'll come. and our families will come. We'll be there. You can invite we'll us. We'll be there. Anytime, any day. Oh, it's so funny. It's so funny. Um, yeah, but it's funny. I've, I've, we've, we actually spent, you know, we sleep at each other's, you know, we, we, we go to each other's houses for Shabbat or, for, or, or when I'm in Toronto, I stay by you and now you're here, you're staying by me. Um, but there's no way we'd actually want to cook for each other. We're like, which restaurant? We're going out. Which restaurant are, <laughs> are we heading up tonight? next? Which, you know, so uh, I've actually, I've gone to a Hoover Got Dinner for Shabbos and right. she's going to come on the show next week also. She's going to help me plant my garden. She, yeah. That's I know, I'm so a little fun. bit late in the season, but last year I planted my garden too early in the season. Oh. Yeah, so. Okay, better late than never. Better late say. than never. So, right? you know, right? I like tomatoes. You stick them in the ground, they grow, but I, you know, she's going to teach I like me how, how to you space say it, it Can you say it again? Tomatoes. I love it. So I went to Costco to buy tomatoes and I came tomatoes. home. Tomatoes. <laughs> I came home with outdoor furniture that cost me a fortune. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I went to I spent twenty bucks on tomatoes and I spent two thousand dollars on furniture. It was my, my my Pesach present to myself. I worked really hard over Pesach, and I'd like to treat my family to one thing for the house. Very nice. So this year it was outdoor furniture because last year I tried getting it and it was all sold out. I know. What did that happen here? Because yeah. in Toronto, all the backyard gear, all the backyard everything, all the outdoor sports. Luckily, I did order online. And I got outdoor furniture that was delivered in. By the way, it was the only place we went all summer. Was your own backyard? Yep. I mean, we went to, we have a cottage, you know, um, as Miriam was saying, cottage. We call it, like the a way, bungalow the colony. way you call you it, like You have a bungalow upstate. colony? Yeah. You, you got My to... family. We have a family cottage. What does that mean? Like your siblings? It means my parents, my siblings. Oh, your parents. Like we okay. all, it's like a shared family oh, cottage. Oh, I want to come. Oh, Naomi? When you can, have to come. When Canada opens again. When Canada opens again. You know where I want to go in Canada? To Tobermory. I went last summer. Is it gorgeous? You would 
You will. You must. You know how I know about you it? You must. I'll show you my pictures after the show. Okay. You know what, Toba Mori? I saw it on there's a, 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 um, a TV show called Restaurants. It's with um, Dennis Prescott. He's not a Jewish chef, not okay. a kosher chef. He's my favorite chef. I watch all the shows, but I don't know all their uh, names. So it's great. Restaurant, like in crazy places. Oh. And they go and they like redo a it's restaurant. It's a fish restaurant for sure in Tobermory. Yeah, it was a yeah. fish restaurant. It was an everything restaurant. Too much going on. So he and his team go in there and they clean up the menu. Oh, Rob Irvine? No. Oh, someone else. A restaurant okay. on the edge. Restaurants on the edge, it's oh, called. Oh, okay, fine. Fantastic show. Two seasons. I've seen them all. And one was in Tobermory and I've obsessed in my head. Well, last summer, funny that you say, because of COVID, Tobamori became the place to go because it's all outdoor. Everyone, we, we could, couldn't get a hotel in Tobamori. Like, crazy. Oh, that's my husband calling on the phone, and the phone oh. is a call you like, later. Oh, don't tell me it's what was my that phone. Thing? I'll be so embarrassed. Yeah, no, no, it's mine. Okay. He, 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 he forgot. Than me. He thinks I'm supposed to be done by 3.30, and it's a little bit over, whatever. Oh, oh good, oh, good, yeah. Anyways, you will absolutely love Tobermory. Okay, so one day when yeah, they come, this is over for and then Canada. You, have to, you know what? When you come to the cottage, Tobermory is only a little bit further. Oh, okay. A couple hours. Okay, so, yeah. yeah. It's mamish at the edge of the you earth. Can, it's, yeah, it's mamish at the edge of the earth. It's crazy. But the views are amazing. Something like you've, yeah. Right. A, so like that's, you've never seen. So that's, like that's, you've never seen. that's the plan. And like you, you've never seen. If Canada does open up for my Canadian followers. Please don't say if. When? When? Yeah, please. When? Mirza Sham. For this summer. We're opening up. We're having a we're having a slow three tiered in Ontario, I could tell you. Province okay. opening. So Yeah, you have some great restaurants. The pantry. I love, yes, the pantry. We love the pantry. And what's Rifki's parents um drawing a blank? Rifki Rabinowitz's yes, parents. Um yeah. Uh, oh Omni. Omni. A big shout Sorry. out to Omni. Omni. We they love Omni. make an amazing salad. They make a ton of amazing salads, but they have a really good tuna sandwich. Yes, they do. And you know what else they make? We had their cheesecake over Shavuos. It was amazing. Delicious. Okay, so shout out to Rifki and her, yes. her family, her parents. Great restaurant. Um, what well, the, well, the beauty is you can go eat salad and have a delicious meal on one side of the restaurant. The other side is jewelry. Literally every woman's dream, every husband's nightmare. Did I ever tell you my Omni story? No. I was sitting there having lunch, having my salad with a friend, and my husband walks out with a bag from the jewelry side, and he had no idea I was there. He was on the jewelry side, and I was on the other side, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I think I'm getting something. <laughs> and what'd I you did. get? Are you wearing it? Yeah. The diamonds? Yeah. Oh my God. That is so nice. Oh, that is hilarious. We have to remember I literally caught him to in the tell... Rifki and the family to listen but so I when I went to do the an event I did a few events in Toronto but one of the times I was staying at Rifki's when I did oh I, I came for a book a signing a bat mitzvah something yeah. I did a book signing and yeah. I stayed by Rifki and then we went to eat at the restaurant Rifki's mum is the nicest sweetheart packed me up a whole like package of food to take on the plane back with me <laughs> one was included a tuna wrap that I, was, I, I never forgot it this is that's what foodies we are. We don't forget yeah. like particular something particular foodie will stick in your head. And my plane was delayed, so I had to sit in the Air Canada lounge for like four hours. Now me, I stress because oh my god, I'm going to be somewhere without food. food. So so I really like I had the you food appreciated from the that too. Oh my god, so much. but it was also really delicious. Yes. If it wasn't that good, I wouldn't rave about it. I would have remembered it, but I really was it was a lifesaver at the time. But you can buy kosher food at the. We used to be able to buy kosher food at the Toronto airport. Yes, I believe you still can. Um, I didn't see any on my way here, but I was in like a 
rush. Yeah, I, I, I didn't look for it. Right. You know so I, I mean? I'm always on the lookout they for They usually have some sandwiches and salads available. Yeah. yeah. yeah so I, I, was, I was actually very happy to see that. So, um, yeah. All right. So we spoke uh, Pantry, Omni, um, the bakery, uh, Faggy's parents' bakery, Hermes. Hermes is a Toronto icon. I've been there for so the long. Chocolate Bobka. Oh, you can't beat that, right? Unbelievable. You can't beat that. Ah, oh, that's amazing. You can't beat it. There's a, I'm sure I'm leaving some of the great restaurants yeah. that I've eaten it out. Um, when I stay with Shauna um, in Thornhill, we've I've also tried different restaurants. And we have the Kosher King in Toronto. Yes, we do. We, we love big him. shout out to Shlomo. He does Shlomo, a great job. Shlomo, you need job. to do a show with me. Shlomo, we need a show. He does a great job. Yeah. Just sharing all kinds of foodie information. He's got the biggest heart. Culture information. The heart and he's such a, yes. Big hearted guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's a great guy. Um, and we have, you know, for what used to be a pretty small community, I would say Toronto's we've grown. come a long way in the foodie world. Right. Really. I, I, I think Toronto's grown. A lot of people left French Canada. Yes. Montreal to, yes. to, go, to, to Toronto, go to Toronto, including some of my cousins. Um, but I, I love the Montreal food scene also. The, well, you know that we went three times to Montreal during Corona. Just to eat. The, Eat and shop, and we're, we were stuck within our borders. So right. it was like, at least it felt like a vacation. And Montreal has some awesome places. Yeah, yeah they have they some. They really do. And if you want to try true Canadian, French-Canadian cuisine, the poutine in Montreal cannot be beat. Peter DM me, and I will tell you all the places to go for the best poutine. But it's, like, unbelievable. You know, it's funny. Like, I remember... Five years ago, I just realized now, as we're coming up to this coming weekend, my my mother-in-law's brother is from, Toronto, uh, from Montreal, and he had passed away on a Thursday night, and the Levi was on a Friday morning. Mm-hmm. And it was, a, it was a, a, we knew we had X amount of hours till sundown, right, till right. Shabbos, till candle lighting, sundown candle lighting. So I looked at my husband, I'm like, we can gun it now to make it. To, to bring ma- your mother to her brother's Leviah, or at least part of the Shiva, and be there for the weekend. We left here, we, we saw it was like 8 o'clock when we got the notice. We were packed up by 9 o'clock. Thank God my mother-in-law had a passport. I remembered to bring my passport because one time I forgot my green card. We had to turn around and go back home. I was only like an hour away from the house, but it was annoying. But now I'm an American citizen either way. Um, and we drove and we showed up in Montreal before Shabbos. Wow. And it was... That is so nice. It was amazing. Um, and we... You know, after we did all the duties of, you know. Yeah, you had some food. Yeah. So, so it was funny. So we, we, pe- we picked up my mother-in-law. We told her what had happened, you know. Um, we didn't tell her over the phone. But while we were there, we told her in person. Her brother passed away. She had packed up her staff. We went in the car and then we started heading out. And once we got like on the throughway, I kind of knew we were over the hump of mm-hmm. the getting out of New York on a Friday. And it was, you know, by 11 o'clock in the morning. The first thing that goes through my head was, okay, we're driving to Montreal, driving. <gasps> Sad about the uncle, but poutine, you know. know. Um, yeah, so we, we had a, like after we did our duty of, you know, shivers yes. and this and Levi. We had missed the Levi, it was Friday in the end, we missed the Levi. But we're there for a bit of the shivers and we didn't leave till Sunday afternoon. But in meanwhile, we knocked every singer in the There's we, some we, like we amazing steakhouses in Montreal. Yeah, and, and, and um, oh, you know what's amazing? Hesky's Bakery. Oh, beyond. Whoever, whoever goes, whoever... I have Chesky's. If you are I Jewish. Have Hes- I have Husky's cheese crowns in my freezer at home oh. right now. Right oh, now. Nice. Right now. <laughs> yeah, I should have. Um, whoever, whoever, it doesn't matter what Jewish affiliation you are, you love, you know about Husky's. 
A hundred percent. And not only that, when you, go, when you go walk in there, you see all walks of life. It's right. just an amazing bakery. Yeah, it's you know? amazing. It's, yeah. Amy, we, we're talking so much. We've got to talk about your book for a few minutes. Okay, let's talk uh, about uh, my book. Uh, okay, so... You know, Amy's been on the show before at least two or three times, I think I've counted now, right. um, the book. You can always talk about your cookbook. Whether it's just come out, it's still your baby. What was your favourite thing about doing about your cookbook? It, the book is called Kosher Taste. Okay, so for me, I think my favourite thing is um, when people take a recipe and they, it becomes one of their own. Right. And they, sometimes they change it, and that's good with me. You know, sometimes I'm in the grocery store. just happened to me two weeks ago, and some lady came out and said, Amy, I said, yes, she said, I just want to tell you, I made your, I don't remember what, chicken, whatever, and I hope you don't mind, I changed it, I added, I'm like, mind? That's my nachos. That's I my, love that. Of course. And she, and I've had some, you know, someone else comes up to me, I just want you to know, I make your mushroom quiche, spinach quiche, every week, like every, you know, or when someone takes something and it just becomes part of them. For me and the excitement about eating the, having the, the cookbook and the food and creating recipes all the time is obviously it's fun, it's a creative outlet, and we love eating and we love cooking. It's, it's, the, it's the connection that it makes in people, in families, when you make something and you serve it and you have pride and they love it. That's my nachos. And it all started with the cookbook. Like, that's really, I don't want to sound too, you know, it really makes, that is what gets to my heart. Like, right. that is really it. You become, I feel like when our food is served on the Shabbos table, you're there with it. Yes, exactly. And you change it and you make it your own and you do, that is. Recipes are just your suggestions. A hundred percent. And then you take over. And you with, bring your own flavor And never feel it. bad. And it like, feel, feel, feel glad, feel happy. That's yeah. amazing. Like, be, we're empowered by well, it. Well, I'm, exactly. I'm empowered by that. That's, that's the best thing. That's for me. Could you see yourself doing another book? It's funny. In the, I said no, 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 no. In the last, I would say, five months. Funny because my book came out quite a while ago. Came um, out before mine, right? Before yeah, my Pesach book? It's just five years. Five years. Five years. Okay, so. A long time. I don't remember when you weren't in my life, Amy. I know. It's, can you believe it? It's crazy. I feel like we've known each other forever. But, yeah. It's that kind of friendship, right? Baruch Hashem. Thank God. So when people, so this is what I'm saying. In the last five, six months, people, so when, so when, what do you think? And it, I kind of like, I went from like, no, no, never to like, okay, maybe I'm going to think about this. I said when I go back to Toronto, unfortunately, I have to quarantine. But I have two weeks to be kind of, you know, thinking. And, you, and you've got to write another book when you're in quarantine. You never know. I said that when you I go to Australia to visit my parents and they're going to quarantine me because if I right. want to see them. And right. it's, I realize they're not opening the borders anytime soon. I'm going to write another book when I go into quarantine. So that's the thing. If you have all that, if I have all that time and I got to, we'll see. We'll see. Do you think I should, Naomi? I think, I, I, I will say this to everyone. No, people don't buy their first book as much as they buy this this, the, people don't buy the second book as like they buy the first book. Right. I mean, I found that with me, maybe because yeah. my books came out so within see. 18 months. It'll be interesting. Right. People like everything for free these days. And this is the only other thing. If I, Let's be perfectly honest and blunt, okay? And I know you have to end your show. I really want to do it. I really, really, really do. It's just so much work, and I want people to buy the book. And it's so expensive. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole pro it's a, it's a major a undertaking. Book, a book costs at it's, least $20,000 to produce. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. People don't realize that. No, they don't realize it. They, and, and I don't think unless you've been through it, you really know the, the grit. Yeah. Yeah. But it is a labor of love. 
Absolutely. Amy, it was so fun having you on the show. It was so fun being here. It goes like that, right? Two seconds. I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay, let's yeah, go. And, and I, I, Sorry. I and I'm like, oh my gosh, am I speaking yeah, fast yeah. enough? And, and like, and like uh, when I had Paula on, and Paula talks great. I'm yes. like, I got to just mind the time. So yeah. yeah. You're, you're amazing, by the way. Thank you. Yes. I, I love to talk. Haha, <laughs> you not. You guys know it. All right. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nacham Siegel Network. We have music sponsored by our friends at Kedem right up at Kedem. Right up until Lech Benching. By the way, Mark Zomig has put up a great lineup. So make sure you stay and stick with us right here on the Nacham Siegel Network. Network next week, Chalent Talk. I can't wait to share it with you. Wishing you all a good Shabbos.